live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? God bless you, and well, for those out there who are celebrating it, happy Halloween. My family and I have decided, uh, I mean, we like everybody else, right? We were... Uh, like everybody else, we've always grown up with, you know, trick-or-treating ourselves, taking our kids trick-or-treating. And of course, we never really, um, you know, we never really did, we never really gave much thought about it, you know. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, 2016 rolled around and we, uh, we started thinking a lot about a lot of things. And so our church, uh, we, we're, we're uh, in a Baptist church, by the way. Our church has decided to utilize Halloween as a day for outreach we call it halloween outreach and that means stop waiting for people to come to you for the gospel bring the gospel to the ones in need where they are that is what jesus wants us to do halloween is not a holiday okay halloween is a day that people uh they don't really even realize what they're celebrating but again our job is to bring the message to people where they are. That's our job. So what better way to do that than places like, or at times I should say like Halloween. So what our church does is we have people sit out there and we, uh, we obviously give away candy and they dress up in, 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 in non-gory, non-crazy dead co- death costumes. But they, they, they dress up in, in, in funny costumes and they talk with people and they give away candy and we give away literature. I mean, if you're if you're hoping that everybody is just going to come to Jesus on their own free will and by their own uh, by their own volition, it's never going to happen. You'll be waiting until you're dead and so will your children. You've got to bring it to them and that's what we've decided to do on Halloween. So, you know, everybody has uh everybody has their own way of doing things on different days and we've decided to uh utilize this where there's hundreds, if not thousands of kids and parents out there who need to hear the word of God? Oh, ho, 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 ho. to hear the need to, need to hear the word of God. Exactly, Jeremy. Not a holiday. That's right. It's not a holiday. It's not a holiday at all, at all. But it is a day that people recognize around the world. And what better way to bring it to them? Now, speaking of kids and speaking of Halloween, how many of you thought that the ladies of the View could ever reach a new low compared to where they've already been in their lives? I never thought that was possible. Unfortunately, today, I'm about to show you where the view went today and just about and just how disgusting they will go, how low they will go and how disgusting they will act in order to get their point across. The ladies of the view decided to have their little old Halloween today and try uh, tried out little kids that were all dressed up 
for Halloween, and they trotted out kids that were dressed up as the FBI and Donald Trump for flushing documents down the toilet. And they laughed, and they clapped their hands, and they had a great old time. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this disgusting move by The View. Okay, so one of the hugest topics that you guys talked about this year, the raid on Trump's mar- Oops, sorry about that. Yes. There it is. Look at that. We have Trump as a toilet with FBI agents. Let me ask you this question right now. What if those kids came out dressed as Hunter Biden and had crack with them, dressed as Hunter Biden and was filming himself with Asian hookers? What if they brought Hunter Biden out and, and just as, a, uh, as, a, as a, a Burisma natural gas contractor. Or what if they brought Joe Biden out riding a bike and then he fell? Imagine if they did anything like that. If, if the children came out and they were dressed up in things that The View didn't like politically. And, and, and let's just talk about the fact that there's children dressing up politically anyway. You think kids are doing this? You think six-year-old kids are at home going, Ooh, I cannot wait to really give one to Donald Trump. And, uh, and dress up as the FBI. Come on, how disgusting, how completely choreographed and staged this was. And what a new low. What a new low. But then they also took a swing at Dr. Oz as well. Now, I'm all for making jokes, this, that, and the other, politically. You know what I mean? I'm all for it. But not this way. This is disgusting to utilize kids to do this. Check this out. They make fun of Dr. Oz. It's, it, it's really actually a pretty disgusting uh, uh, display here. Hold on. Let me just, uh, is this the view? Is this the one right here? See if I can get this one up. True to take. Okay, here we go. So Choco Taco may not be available in the supermarket, but this guy certainly is. Remember this? Take a look. So I did some grocery shopping. I'm at Wegner's, and uh, my wife wants some vegetables for true to take, right? So here's a broccoli. That's two bucks. Not a ton of broccoli there. There's some asparagus. That's $4. Yep. Carrots. That's four more dollars. That's $10 of vegetables there. All right. I'm not sure uh, what Wagner's is, but here we have our Dr. Oz and his crudite. We've got the broccoli and the salsa and guacamole and asparagus. I actually think those prices are pretty good. He even has his Wagner's supermarket bag, so we, we made it real. Oh, so subliminally here, ladies and gentlemen, they're saying that Dr. Oz is a vegetable, that he's just these that he's nothing worth more worth more than a vegetable and that he's crazy. Folks, I know Cat, um, uh, Halloween in here said, stop giving these people attention. If we do not give put a spotlight on the evil in this world, how will it ever get out? How will it ever get out? How would the world know what the view is doing to kids? Look, the one thing that happens when we put something out, whether you feel like they should get attention or not, 
is that there's backlash against these people. And nine times out of 10, we get them to go broke. Okay. Nine times out of 10 before it's all said and done, they go bankrupt. So we're not trying to give these people any kind of attention outside the attention that needs to be given to the view, given to these schools that are sexualizing our children, given to these schools that are teaching our children racism, given to these drag queen shows uh, in these bars to show that kids are in bars. This is something we have to do, Halloween. I understand where you're coming from, 100%, but understand where I'm coming from too. I don't watch The View. I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN, but unfortunately, I have to go through that crap in order to bring you guys what really happens there so that we can show the world. Whatever that was, it was disgusting. It was wrong. It was staged, and these people ought to be ashamed of themselves, and God have mercy on their souls. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord. On this October 31st, which is not a holiday and not a special day in any way, shape, or form, but let's go to the Lord and let's, uh, let's read from the evening version of Jesus Calling and then let's have a prayer. And let's have a prayer. Let's add to our prayer at the end about the children that are out there for trick-or-treating this year and about uh, the ladies of the view too. Maybe they need a prayer. Maybe that's what it is they need. October 31st, here we go. Do not usurp my role in people's lives, no matter how much you long to help them. Learn from me, because I have all authority in heaven and on earth. I could rescue or control anyone at will, yet I want them to be free to love me or not. Restrain your urges to solve people's problems. That's a big one of mine. Instead, use your time and energy to listen to them and to pray for them. Amen? Matthew 28, 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And from Psalm 143, 8, let the mornings bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. And before you turn out the light, entrust your loved ones to me. They are much safer in my hands than anywhere else. Folks, we're going to do the Lord's Prayer right now because we should be praying for other people regardless of how evil they are because no, no soul is unsavable for Jesus. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer and then let's get into a prayer for the ladies of The View and for our children out there tonight. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And Lord and Heavenly Father, while we're praying tonight, Lord, we ask that you please keep our children, keep our youth, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of children around the country out tonight. Trick-or-treating. They think it's harmless, Lord, but we know what this day is. We know what this day represents. We also know about the mountains of fentanyl that are out there that children will die from this Halloween. Lord, we pray that this evil does not exist on this planet any further. We pray that you extinguish this evil that's coming after our children. Keep them safe, Lord. And Lord, for the people like the ladies of The View and other people that are using our children and using our youth to get a political point across, 
We pray that you touch their lives as well, Lord. Maybe you'll come into their hearts tonight and they'll see they're wrong. And if they do, Lord, please let them use their mouths and their tongue to publicly confess it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, I know it's hard. Trust me. I know it is hard to pray for your, quote, enemies, to pray for those that want to do harm to children. I get it. It's not easy. 100% get it. But if we cannot help these people change, if we cannot help these people see the light, well, guess what? Philippians 4.13, with Christ, all things are possible. And we can even take the most hardened hearts and soften them up with the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Jeremy, my pastor, preached Sunday, vote not left nor right, but godly and towards heaven. Hey, that's a great message. That is a great message. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the evening and let's get started. We got a lot to go through tonight. And I want to get out of here at a certain time tonight. So please, let's have our, uh, mm-mm-mm. Got to love that coffee. And ladies and gentlemen, our coffee, my coffee, Rise Up, will be available in time to order for Christmas. Don't worry. We're just doing something a little special behind the scenes before we release it. And if you go to JeremyHarrell.com and doing any Christmas shopping, remember, we've got big, big deals. If you follow the newsletter, you also get another 20% off. And there's a lot of buy one, get ones, and a whole bunch of stuff. So check out JeremyHarrell.com. Let's have our first and foremost section of the day. Here we go. True the votes. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips were definitely taken into custody this morning for not releasing their informant or their source on the story of the Chinese spy that they broke in Michigan who's in bed with, not physically, but monetarily and financially and politically, with Governor Gretchen Whitmer there in Michigan, who has been arrested, not the governor, but the Chinese spy, for being a Chinese spy. And Greg Phillips was really, really intricate in getting this information out there. The federal government, in an attempt to continue to take away people's First Amendment right, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, all that, you know, you know, the big ones, in an attempt to do that, this is what they do. They are trying to look what they're, let's look at their track record since Biden has taken office. Their number one priority should be the border, should be the fentanyl that's killing hundreds of millions of people around the world and will kill millions here in America. We should be talking about the sex trafficking, the human trafficking. We should be talking about the threat to our national security uh, because of our border, but also because of our, 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 um, our stock market, our economy, uh, digitally. We got to look at uh, the, the, the risk that we have out there digitally to China and everybody else. But no, we're not worried about that. No, 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 no. We're not worried about that. We're worried about putting Steve Bannon in jail. We're worried about uh, stopping President Trump from running ever, ever again. This is their goal. They do not want him to run because they can't beat him. What's the best way to take somebody out of the game? Well, all you got to do is ask Tanya Harding. If you remember, she knew a great way to take somebody out of the game, kneecap him. That is what they're doing to Donald Trump, trying to lock up Steve Bannon, trying to take away every ability Alex Jones has to make a living, uh, all because of his freedom of speech, locking up these guys, going and raiding James O'Keefe, knocking on Jeremy Harrell's door. Do you understand where we're going here, folks? Shakedowns of fear. Shakedowns of fear. In order to get you to fear, they need to administer the fear. But guess what? Through God, I will have no fear. God tells me not to fear. 365 times in the Bible. Why is it 365 times? Because there's 
360 days in a year. I will not fear because I wear the armor of God. Ephesians 6.10 through 6.18. All of that talks about the armor of God. We wear it. You're not going to make us back away because of fear. You're not going to make Greg Phillips back away. You're not going to make Catherine Engelbrecht back away. You're not going to be able to make Trump back away. Carrie Lake back away. Lee Zeldin back away. You're not going to be able to make any of these people that are godly people back away. Why? Because you can't do anything to us. You can't do anything to us. If God be for you, who can be against you? What can you do? There is nothing that you can do. Fear not him that can do damage to your body, but but beyond that, do nothing. Fear him who can cast your soul into the pits of hell. Can they do that? Can Merrick Garden Gnome Garland cast your soul into the pit of hell? Can Christopher Wray, the failed FBI director of the Federal Bureau of Incompetence, does he have the power to cast your soul into hell? No. So what does it matter? Everything here is temporary. Your flesh is temporary. This show is temporary. The TV is temporary. The CIA, the NSA, the DOJ, and the FBI. They're all temporary. America is temporary. Fear not, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what they're trying to do, and they're not going to win. Share the video if you agree. Rumble the video if you agree. I'm fired up. And no, not because of coffee, because of my Savior, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, and nothing that you do is ever going to stop me. Amen? Let's come on. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. I want to get into this story right now. I want to get into the story right now about, about them being... Actually, let me play this video. It's better that I play this video uh, than anything. So uh, let's see. Do I have this video? Yeah, I do. Uh, let me, uh, I'm going to play this video from a guy who was there today. Now, there are a lot of people that are covering this right now. Obviously, Heather Mullins is keeping track of this. Ivory, uh, Ivy Hecker is all over this, ladies and gentlemen. But let me play what this guy says uh, from outside the, uh, the courthouse. Okay, George Webb here in Houston. And uh, the Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht have been taken into custody by U.S. Marshals. I just saw the judge read out a um, kind of a, hey, you guys haven't complied. It all comes down to this meeting in this Dallas hotel where they were accessing supposedly the Connect servers. And so uh, Catherine Engelbrecht is not at this meeting. Uh, Only Greg Phillips is. He said he's a confidential informant. He said this other gentleman named Mike Hansen, Mike Hansen, who was there, also was a confidential informant for the FBI. And the defense also said the other third person uh, was also a confidential informant. They just don't want to give up the name of the third person. Again, um, Catherine Engelbrecht here is being put on the hook for something Greg Phillips is saying. And I don't think, I don't think uh, she knows that this is a very typical. Uh, if they can't get you actually committing the crime, they get you on a process crime. Um, and the process crime here is obstruction of justice. The process crime here is contempt of court. Uh, so if they don't get you one way, they're going to try to get you the other way. And I really would suggest that she split herself and her attorneys from the Phillips attorneys. I think this is a big mistake. They're going to have one day of, of on the 10th floor is the jail here. The 11th floor is, uh, floor is where the court is. They're going to be held here in custody for one day. and. and uh, sweating, you know, sweat box, hot box, the witness until she gives this up and then she's going to be an accessory to the fact. Again, I think they're sweating the witness here. This is the process that's going on. I urge, I, I spoke to um, Ivory Hecker. I gave her, I've seen this before in Washington, D.C. so many times by Adam Schiff at the, at, the, at the Roger Stone trial. I've seen it with the fake DNC emails. 
This is sweating the witness to try to get processed crimes. Mike Flynn trial, D. John Keon trial. It's all, I've, seen him, I've seen this a million times. Split the defense. Ask for a split defense right now because otherwise the Phillips team will take you right over. Thank you, George Webb, for that. That was incredible uh, reporting by George Webb. Exactly. He's exactly right. But check this out, folks. Check this out. Who's the informants? The informants are literal FBI agents, agents within the government. The government wants them found. I believe the only thing that's keeping that informant and possibly Greg Phillips and King Catherine Engelbrecht alive is their knowledge of this informant. I believe that's 100% true. I know they're not going to back down, okay? I know these people from behind the scenes. I know people who are very close to these people, and I'm telling you right now, they're not going to back down. They're not going to back down. Scare tactics. Can they put them in jail for a long time? For it, sure. They can do a lot of things. But again, fear not them who can destroy your body and therefore have no power afterwards. Fear them, him, who can cast your soul into heaven. Now, I saw, or hell, I saw some people in here say that they are tired of waiting for heaven to come and watch people's lives be ruined. Well, let me just tell you this. I understand where you're coming from, but I told you last week, straight from Jesus, you are not to be waiting. You are to be ready at all times. That means that you are to be constantly, constantly wrapped up in the word of God and the joy of God and the peace of God, being a soldier for God and not worrying about the stuff. God does not want you to worry and God does not want you to wait. He wants you to only focus on him and God wants you to be active. Just remember that, okay? I get what you're saying. We might be talking about two different things here, but I'm just trying to give you a little bit of words of encouragement, all right? But the great thing about this is, folks, is that there's people from the inside, that Greg and Catherine will not reveal, or at least Greg himself, okay? Or at least Greg himself. They're good people. They're men they're, they're, they're and women of God, and I absolutely love them. Big shout out to them. And as a matter of fact, I want to go ahead. And I, because they, right now they're sacrificing, folks. They're sacrificing things that other people are not sacrificing. And, they're, and it's a very, very hard thing to do. Let's go ahead and give them both the Smarty Award of the day. Let's go. Smarty Award of the Day goes to True the Votes. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips. God bless them, and in God's time, everything will be revealed. These people are soldiers of God. I have no doubt they will be just fine. Again, these people have no power to do anything to them. Now, moving on from that first and foremost section, we're going to get back into back into this crooked government again, folks, but this time we got an update on this ridiculous lie coming from Nancy and Paul Pelosi because the update is that the Department of Justice, the crooked Department of Justice, Merrick Gardenome Garland himself, and the feds have swooped in and they have criminally charged David DePape. Now, why is that relevant? Why is that big news? Well, I'm going to tell you why that's big news. You need to share the video and you need to rumble the video and I'll tell you. You ready? Here we go. I'll tell you why. It's big news because when the government charges you, then the government owns all the evidence, the government owns all the proof, the government owns all the narrative, the government can hide any evidence they want, and the government can selectively leak any evidence they want at any time. Isn't that convenient, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, this whole Nancy Paul Pelosi story is about as easy to figure out as the fact that Joe Biden did not get 81 million votes when he couldn't fill six circles, okay? It's not rocket science. You don't have to be Albert Einstein, and you don't have to be Donald Trump IQ to figure this stuff out. 
The Fed swooped in and they criminally charged him at a federal level so that the San Francisco PD was out of it. The state of California was out of it. Everybody was out of it except for the feds who are pushing this narrative that there are MAGA sleeper cells everywhere. I mean, look, just look right there. Look at there. Look at that drag queen in a wig. Amy Klobuchar. Mike Crispy was talking about her earlier and talking about how this whole thing is just to protect Nancy and Paul Pelosi from the insider trading scam that they've been running for years that made them multimillionaires. But it's also a two birds with one stone scenario because now, now they have something tangible that they can say, see, it's not just January 6th, it's here too. Everybody knows it's a lie. Even Democrats know it's a lie. Not a single person on this planet, even the own, their own Democrat side, actually care at all about Paul Pelosi and his gay nudist lifestyle where he has sex with hemp jewelry makers who look like they have scabies of the face, okay? The guy looks like he has leprosy for crying out loud, all right? Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about Nancy Pelosi and her pulled back face. Nobody cares about her punch drunk uh, dentures. Nobody cares about her ice cream. Nobody cares about their home or anything. It's all a lie. But the fact that the federal government has swooped in and charged him, well, ladies and gentlemen, that tells you everything you need to know. They control it all now, and they will selectively leak the information as they feel like it. It's all a bunch of crap. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And they're not going to be able to do anything with it. They're going to try. They're going to try. But every time they try, they fail. Why? Because they're losers. Period. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really need to be talked about much more than that. Okay? But what I will say is this. I want to go to this picture. Do we have this? Uh... All right. I want, you to see what, I want you to see what I'm seeing here. So check this out. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, is a, the one piece of evidence that we do have. Anyway, you know, because we, we don't have the security cameras or anything like that, right? Look at this. There's the window, okay? Folks, this is a staged crime scene. Can we take the, I'm going to, I want to take these, uh, let's see if we can take these lower, this lower banner off here for you. There we go. This is a staged crime scene, ladies and gentlemen. There it is right there, okay? For one, why is the, le- why are the doors open on the left? Okay, if this was a real crime scene, that means that it is untouched, all right? It is, it, it's at least as untouched as possible. Number one, the doors to the left are completely open. Doesn't make any sense, right? Number two, why is the glass busted all over the bricks, but it's not busted all over the inside of the, sto- inside, of the uh, uh, inside windows? And by the way, nobody could have fit through that. That guy, David DePape, he could not have fit through that hole. Look how little that hole is. So why isn't those doors open? Why is the door right here that they broke into, okay? See this little hole? There's no way a human being fits through that little hole. It's just not going to happen, all right? So why is the glass busted out here more than it is inside? Why didn't they reach in and unlock the door? And why are these doors open? None of this makes any sense whatsoever. It's a staged crime scene. Just like they staged Mar-a-Lago, it's a staged crime scene, okay? Entry was obviously consensual. Oh, and by the way, did you see where this guy lived? Did you see? We're supposed to believe, okay? We're supposed to believe. If you go and look at where this guy lives, do we have a, I'm going to see if we have this up. Hold on. Hold on. I think I have a picture of where this guy lives. I'm going to try to see if I can search my, uh, search my computer here for it. <laughs> criminal complaint Pelosi's attacker David Pape went up to the bedroom was tired and wanted to take a nap yep okay they're charging him with kidnapping and everything I believe we have 
I saw a, a picture earlier and I'd saved it. I can't find it right now. But anyway, it's where this guy lived. It's where this David DePape guy lived. He lived in such a crap hole, ladies and gentlemen. Fact of the matter is they want you to believe that this guy had access to Nancy Pelosi's entire community, broke in without being seen at all whatsoever, and, and he ran a conservative website that recruited MAGA, basically MAGA soldiers for his, uh, for his agenda. That's what they want you to believe. Okay, yeah, we all know it now. We all know it now. Long story short, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here trying to beat a dead horse about the story. What I am telling you is that the Fed swooped in and they've taken complete control over it. And there's only one reason that the Feds swoop in and take control of anything. That reason is, ladies and gentlemen, is because they control everything. They and and really, it's the selective evidence that they're going to put out. Okay, it's the selective evidence they put out. Do you guys remember the movie Tommy Boy? Remember when the guys uh, gave up their weapon and uh, the, <laughs> the, news, uh, the news reporter interviewed the guy and they're like, why'd you give up your weapon? And he's like, well, after he hit me in the head repeatedly many, many times with a hammer, I had no choice. I have a family. I had to <laughs> it reminds me of that. It reminds me of that. It's an absolute joke. Everybody knows it's a joke. Let's get over it, folks. But they will use it. They will use it because it justifies everything that they've been saying that they had no proof of. And it, it, it basically is a tangible piece of evidence that there are MAGA sleeper cells all over the country. And apparently this guy who was living in this crap hole was running a MAGA organization where he recruited MAGA people and they went to affluent neighborhoods so they could hammer old people in the head and have sex with them and take a nap in their bed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sounds great to me. Oh, dirty. It sounds all dirty, ladies and gentlemen. But what won't be dirty is the air in your home if you have an EnviroCleanse air purifier, unlike any other air purifier, ladies and gentlemen, this one actually works. And you know it works because the dust in your house just seems to disappear. It's that same magic wand that Donald Trump had where he makes all the businesses come back to America. That same wand EnviroCleanse must have got their hands on and made this. And it's in hundreds of thousands Uh, Over 100,000 classrooms across the country. They use it in submarines. They use it in the most uh, most difficult places to breathe. And and a thousand square foot, it'll clean up anything. You've seen the videos with the smoke. You've seen the video with the smog. And and the reduction of of illnesses in your home, drastically. 85%. 85%, ladies and gentlemen. Go to EnviroCleanse.com. Okay, you can make payments on this thing. Use promo code LFA. The link is in this description of this video and, uh, and, and tell them that I sent you. Use that promo code and you'll get a big discount on it. And uh, again, you don't like it, 30 days, send it back. My, all my money back guaranteed. Money back guaranteed. Jeremy, there's a picture of him in January 6th insurrection. I don't know what you're talking about. Not sure what you're talking about. Who are we talking about? Are we still back on the story of uh, the Paul Pelosi? I'm not sure. Anyway. Hey, Sharon says, I love my EnviroCleanse. It takes away my husband's vape smell. Well, there you go. Also takes away your husband's armpit smell too. I'm sure. I am sure. Jeremy, do you run it 24-7? I do not because I don't want the uh, electric bill to be up that high. But I run it about 10 hours a day. I run it about 10 hours a day, just so you guys know. All right. Big, big, awesome sponsor of ours, EnviroCleanse. Let's get back to the news though. Um, Speaking of dust, <laughs> you know what they're doing? They're dusting off that old California raisin himself. Now, I wasn't going to say that. 
I wasn't going to say that. And I'm sure Eli is probably over on the other side of the wall rolling his eyes because he thinks that what I just said was racist. It's not racist, okay? Obama does look like the California raisin. He looks all dried up, old, and, uh, you know, discolored. And I'm not talking about the color of his skin. I'm just talking about, you know, he looks discolored from when he did, did when he was younger and before he sold his soul to the devil. Anyway, they're dusting off that old loser, Barack Hussein Obama, and they're hoping that he can be the knight in shining armor in Arizona, Okay. He, they think that Obama can be the guy that he, they're going to dust him off. They're going to use, they're going to put the Enviro cleanse away. They're going to let the dust come back and they're going to send him out to Arizona because they think he can help Katie Hobgoblin. Do you think that's possible folks? Do you think Obama has the power to go out there and beat Carrie Lake? I don't think Obama could beat Carrie Lake, let alone stumping for Mark Kelly and Katie Hobgoblin. Former president. Barack Hussein Obama, is going to Phoenix to campaign for Democrats this week ahead of the midterm elections. Now, I, I remember, remember what I said two weeks ago. I said, where is this guy? Where is this guy? Normally, they'd be carting Barack Hussein Obama to every Democratic corner of every state. Where is he? Well, now they're getting him out just one week. <laughs> one week before the, or uh, eight days, I should say. Eight days. My electric bill was 60 bucks. That's awesome. LFA producer says we're not even close to as many rumbles as we need. We only have 853. Well, that's not doable. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. <laughs> Remember those California Raisin commercials? Oh, anyway. Anyway, let's move. Let's get back into this story. Um, the Democrats are so worried that they might lose this, uh, these races to Arizona's uh, Cary Lake. Blake Masters, Abe Hamada, uh, Mark Fincham, all these Trump-endorsed candidates. You know what I mean? Because if they win, well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess that uh, MAGA truly is what reigns in America. But they're, they're hoping they can send Obama there to, to somehow cut into that 11-point lead. 11 points. Let me say that one more time. 11 points. It's been an 11-point lead, an 11-point lead for the last week. Carrie Lake will destroy Katie Hobgoblin. This is not Obama's only campaign stop this week, though, ladies and gentlemen. It's not his only campaign stop. We're going to find out who is more popular, Barack Hussein Obama or, oh, you're saying DePape was at the January 6th. Okay, I got you. I got you. Well, he might just be a worker for the FBI then, I, I bet. He might be in on the whole thing. But anyway, who's more popular? Is it Barack Hussein Obama or is it Donald J. Trump? Now, I know in our little echo chamber, we would say Donald J. Trump, right? But I want to know, who do you guys think can draw a bigger crowd? Donald J. Trump or Barack Hussein Obama? Let's pull them up side by side up on the screen here. Let me know in the comments thread. This is, this is your time to sound off, okay? Rumble and share if you have not yet. Repost on Getter if you have not yet. You see it right there. Do you think Donald Trump can draw a bigger crowd? Or do you think Barack Hussein Obama can draw a bigger crowd? Well, ladies and gentlemen, sooner or later, sooner or later, well, Saturday, you're going to find out. You and I already know the answer to that. It's not even going to be close. It's not even close. It's not even in the same ballpark. But this Saturday, both camps, the Trump campaign, the Trump team and the Obama team will be holding rallies in Pennsylvania. So let's put the let's put it all to bed right now, folks. Let's put it all to bed right now, all right? I want every Democrat in on this video right now. Share this to your Democrat friends. Share it in Democrat Facebook groups. Let's see who's the big guy. 
Let's see who the, who the big guy really is. Let's see who's really in charge. Let's see who really captivates the United States of America. Is it going to be Barack Hussein Obama or is it going to be your president, Donald J. Trump? Whoever gets the biggest crowd is the most loved and, is, and, and that's where the country is going to go right then and there. Pennsylvania is where it is. It's ground zero. Pennsylvania is ground zero this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Who's going to get the bigger crowd, Donald Trump or Barack Hussein Obama? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out because, check this out, Trump and Obama are scheduled to headline dueling rallies in Pennsylvania Saturday night in support of their respective party nominees for governor, Mastriano and Shapiro, and U.S. Senate um, race Dr. Oz and John Fetternick. Joe Biden is scheduled to appear at the Obama rally. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I guarantee you nobody will be paying attention to him. Each camp is aiming to turn out their base with Trump's ally uh, rallies, Trump's rally being held in the southwestern town of Latrobe near Pittsburgh, while Obama's rally is set for a Democrat stronghold of Philadelphia. Um, so we're going to find out. We're going to see, but I can tell you what right now, Donald J. Trump's crowd will dwarf, absolutely dwarf Barack Hussein Obama's. And when it does, I want all you lame, loser, lying, scumbag, loser Democrats to say Donald Trump is loved more than Barack Hussein Obama. And it will put finally, hopefully, the, uh, the inauguration size of the crowd to, be- to, to rest. But anyway, for all you loser Democrats, oh, there it is. There it is. I'm I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. (laughs) Well, you are now. We know exactly who you are. Thank you to Donald Trump. They need a few circles around for Obama. Yeah, I know. I know, right? I know. Oh, folks, by the way, I want to give you a number. This is very important. Tonight, J.R. Majewski, Donald J. Trump will be calling... J.R. Majewski and Ohio voters tonight, I want to give you the number. Hold on. Everybody can call in on this. I want you all to call in on this. I was going to actually stay late, and I was going to broadcast it, but there's going to be no feed coming out. Okay? It's only audio, which I guess I could do too, but I want to get home. All right, here's the number. All right, Eli, I need you ready. Everybody with fast fingers and getter and rumble, here we go. The number is 419-827. Three, three, two, six. Let me say that one more time. Four, one, nine, eight, two, seven, three, three, two, six. Okay. We're going to call into that bad boy tonight. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so very excited about everything going on in, in this country right now. And a lot of people just don't know. They just don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's coming around the bend. And let me just tell you this, folks. Let me just tell you this. We cannot put our trust in the Supreme Court. We cannot put our trust in our elected officials as we know them. We cannot put our trust in anybody but MAGA candidates and God. And they have to be real MAGA candidates. We got to vet them because only they stand up for the values that old America used to stand up for, used to stood up, for, used to stand up for. Okay, that old America used to stand up for. New America doesn't stand up for that. New Republic or uh, old school Americans st- don't don't stand up for the old school ways. Only new Republicans, new MAGA candidates, stand up for the old ways. And that's weird to me. 
It's weird that the old school Republicans, the GOP, does not stand up for this stuff. It's really, really odd, okay? But I want to tell you something right now that really, really bothered me about putting your faith into people. And we do it, a lot of people do it all the time, and we're very, very grateful. Don't get me wrong. We're very grateful that they overturned Roe v. Wade. But the Supreme Court of the United States says the federal government can, in fact, enforce masks on airplanes. How fast do you think we're going to see that come back now? Because yesterday, I mean today, excuse me, the Supreme Court allowed a ruling to stand that gives the TSA the authority to require travelers to wear masks on airplanes during any kind of pandemic. The D.C. District Court of Appeals previously ruled that the TSA had the authority to require travelers to wear masks. A California lawyer sued to challenge the mask requirement on airplanes and trains. Remember, it was uh, Corbett versus TSA. The United States Supreme Court let stand a ruling that said that Transportation Secretary Administration could require airline passengers to wear masks during the height of the pandemic, keeping in place a precedent issued by a key federal appeals court. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit ruling said the TSA has broad authority to maintain security and safety during national emergencies. TSA scrapped its mask mandate in April after a federal judge in the different case said the requirement exceeded the agency's powers. The Supreme Court order is a defeat for Jonathan Corbett, a California lawyer and self-described frequent flyer who sued to challenge the mask mandate. He asked the Supreme Court to either take up his appeal or declare the case legally moot and wipe away the D.C. Circuit Court of Opinion. Biden implemented the federal uh, federal mask mandate on planes in, uh, in 2021. In a separate case earlier this year, a Trump, of co- a Trump appointed federal judge struck it down. But now, ladies and gentlemen, the TSA has the power to do it again if they want to. So there you go. There you go. And I won't fly. How many of you will fly if you have to go? If you have to be told to wear a mask again, will you fly? I will not. Period. I will not. I will not. I boycotted 90% of flights when the pandemic was going on. There was a few I had to go to. But I will never do it again. I will never, ever, ever do that ever again. What a sick, sick Supreme Court that we have. Unbelievable. Jeremy, I want to know who we vote for, the Senate and Congress here in Florida. I know I will vote for our wonderful governor, but I don't know who else. Well, I mean, a vote for a non-vote for any Republican is a vote for a Democrat, pretty much. Okay, a non-vote for a Republican, any Republican is a vote for a Democrat. Now, that's not me telling you vote across the board. I know there's a lot of Republicans that people just won't vote for. I get it. I get it. But at least with a Republican that's on the fence or iffy, whether you whether you think they're a MAGA candidate or not, at least you're going to get 50 percent of their votes. Okay, 50 percent of the time they're going to vote the way we need them to vote. It's like the Supreme Court. Okay, we were all happy when they overturned Roe v. Wade, but they've been pretty much a disappointment a lot in a lot of other uh, places. You're going to get some, you're going to lose some, but with a Democrat, you're always going to lose. Just remember that with a Democrat, you're always going to lose, especially today. There is no moderates anymore. It's either left or uh, it's either uniparty or MAGA. That's it. Uniparty or MAGA pretty much. And right now, folks, we got to vote. We just got to vote red. We just got to, unfortunately, like you think I'm happy about voting for Don Boldick? After what he said, and even even though I know now why he said it, you think I'm happy about that? You think I'm happy if I was in Pennsylvania? You think I'd be happy about voting for Dr. Oz? Wouldn't be happy about it, but I'd have to because what's the alternative? John Fetternick. 
Bad Moon says it right. Do your research. And you are right. And that's exactly what they're trying to do here, buddy. They're trying to get as much research as possible done, even by asking, uh, asking questions here in the LFA chat. I also want to thank you to all the Rumble rants that are coming in. These Rumble rants are very much needed with so many people right now needing help in Biden's world, and they help keep Eli uh, employed here. So just uh, thank you so very much. We could use all that we can get right now. Uh, speaking of using all you can get, ladies and gentlemen, I know that you're sick and tired of sending your money to Ukraine. I know that you're sick and tired of seeing that your 401ks continue to slip. And I know there's 100 people out there that say, you know what, I just want to keep my money there because I, I know it's going to bounce back. Yeah, but at what cost? At what cost? It's like gas, okay? It goes down, then it goes back up. Then it goes down a little, then it goes back up higher. Then it goes down a little, then it goes back up higher. Well, it's the opposite with the 401k right now, folks. It goes down a little, yeah, it might come back, but will it ever come back to the way it was four years ago? It's going to be a long time. So why not put your money where you know it's going to come back? Why not put your money where you know they can't steal it and take it? In physical gold or gold IRAs. Go to goldcode.com, ladies and gentlemen. Just have a conversation with them. 855-559-3433. Or, call, or go to goldcode.com. Because they will tell you, they will guide you in what is best for you with your current finances. Okay? They're not going to try to get things out of you. They're going to guide you. They're going to guide you. And that's great. All right? No, no comparison between Fetterman and Oz. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Thank you, Rumble Dog, for the five bucks. I appreciate that so very much. All right, let's. Uh, I want to go over to Getter real quick. I want to see what we're doing over here. Getter B Brooks says, "Dumb, but liberals on the view." Exactly right. <laughs> um, Patriot lady says, "Yeah, but Hillary hasn't served one day in jail. Well, she'll serve an eternity in hell, and I'll take that any day." Ruby Hines says, "Amen, Jeremy." G. Wild says, looking it up. And that's what I love about this Live from America audience. You guys are so action-oriented, action-item-oriented. Um, you should be able to pass a basic quiz about the government in order to run. Oh, I think that's right. You should also be able to read a basic sentence as well and write one. And write one. We're just shy of 1,100 rumbles, ladies and gentlemen. Our goal is 50. I don't think we've ever had 1,500 rumbles real time at night. I don't think we have. I'm behind as always, but I burnt all my mask months ago, says Nick Ratafay. There you go, Nick. There you go, buddy. All right, let's move on. Um, I want to talk about this because this is actually pretty concerning. And it, uh, because I have five kids, this is something that I'm wrestling with all the time. And if you have kids, you might be wrestling with this as well. My kids don't even have phones, and they still fall into this category. Okay, Now, one of my kids has a phone, and they still fall into this category. All right? Pretty sad, but we got to get into it. Um, the average American teenager outside of school. So what does that mean? How many hours does a kid have outside of school? Well, let's, let's assume that they sleep six to eight hours a night, right? All right? Let's assume that kids sleep eight, six to eight hours a night. Well, that leaves them, if they're in school for six to eight hours, let's just say beginning of school to all the way through school and the end of school, it's eight-hour day. Well, that leaves them, what, maybe, maybe 10 hours, maybe 10 hours, somewhere around 10 hours. And in 10 hours every day, children, uh, Americans, teens, are glued to screens an average of 70 hours a week. Folks, 70 hours a week. That's three days. That is three days. That is horrible. Americans, young people, are wasting almost all of their waking free time 
on entertainment instead of personal development or service to others. American teenagers age 11 to 18 play online for an average of 10 hours per day, according to a study out by a research team that includes psychologist Gene Twenge, author of iGen and Generation Me. The researchers surveyed 1,600 American ages between 11 and 18 in May of 2022. On average, the study participants reported using digital media an average of 10 hours and 4 minutes per day on such entertainment activities as social media, video chat, texting, shopping, and gaming. That's a total of 70 hours per week spent online, or just about three days. Approximately double the average time spent in school. If teens were suddenly banned from screen time, they could use the time freed from solely that uh, that to instead hold down both a full-time job and a part-time job. Some of this average may include multitasking, such as texting while scrolling on Instagram, the study said, but this total of 70 hours per week spent on screens also did not include time watching TV. Wow. That does not include time watching just regular TV. So what are we producing here, folks? We're producing a future of mindless, brainless zombies. Mindless, brainless zombies who cannot even pay attention longer than a goldfish. Think about that. That's dangerous. Now, I'll always be reminded of this uh, motivational speech that I heard one time. And it was, what are you going to do with the hours that you have in a day? Because one thing that we all have is 24 hours, no matter how rich or poor you are. 24 hours in a day. And we broke that down. I'm sure you guys have heard me doing it right here. I won't do the whole thing. But you broke that down. And it basically came out to be you have two hours a day to be successful in life. You have two hours a day, on average, to do something outside of your everyday, normal, monotonous thing. And these monotonous things that you do every day. You have about two hours of free time to actually be successful in life and to make something of yourself or to build something for your future or your children's future. Think about that. So when these kids are spending three days of their week online, they're not going to get that. If they're spending 10 hours a day on on screens, they're not going to get that. They're not going to have that opportunity. They're not going to have that opportunity. Do you know what I spent my time doing when I was a kid? Fishing, playing basketball outside until the streetlights were on, even playing basketball outside of the streetlights being on, playing football, being in sports. Yeah, we were doing stupid things as kids too. We were doing bad things. We were drinking. We were doing bad things. We were breaking into houses and stuff like that. I was a bad kid. I wasn't a bad kid. I just hung around bad people and I didn't have very good oversight. So how about that? But at least we were doing things in society and social re- and social things and social settings. We know how to look somebody in the eye. We know how to shake somebody's hand. We were mowing lawns. We were raking leaves. We were snow blowing or shoveling driveways. We didn't have the uh, we didn't have the uh, the ability to have a snowblower. It's very dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. Now, here's something else, folks. Check this out. Republicans are more than twice as likely as Democrats to say that America should be a Christian nation. A poll was conducted from September 13th to September 18th with 10,588 U.S. adults and a margin of error of 1.5%. Republicans are more than twice as likely as Democrats to say that the U.S. should be a Christian nation. So let's take that. Let's take that. There are are not 
Republicans do not outweigh Democrats or independents or, or outnumber them by that much. So if those are the only people that are saying that the America should be a Christian nation, how long are we going to be a Christian nation? But those that have those Christian nation values also have their family values because the family is just the family nucleus is God's plan for this world. Okay, the family nucleus is much is a smaller version of the church. But if you get rid of that, that's what's producing people that have kids that are 10 hours on screens. Again, it's not just the public school's fault that we're here. It's the parents' fault. Actually, ultimately, it is our American parents that are at fault for why our children are being taught CRT, why our children are being sexualized in schools. It is the parents' fault. Parents allowed the children to be raised by the state, and this is what happens. Now, who said that? Well, to be honest with you, I heard that the other night in my debate from a Democrat. Made a great point. We were going back and forth about the public school and how they failed our children. Okay? Why report something that is not happening? Why report something that is not happening? Not sure what you mean. Yeah, I'm not sure what you mean by that CD CD service. Sounds like you have some great kids, Melly7. So, uh, a long story short, ladies and gentlemen, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there, reading these. Kind of lost my train of thought there. Oh, it was from a Democrat. We were talking about the schools and how they failed our children. And a Democrat looked at me in my eye because we were going back and forth. And he said, where do the parents blame lie? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, why aren't more parents involved in their children's education and their higher education? Why aren't they being more role models? And I said, you know what? You got a good point. You got a great point. That was the best point I ever heard a Democrat make in my entire, make in my entire life. And I agreed 100% with him. It's parents' responsibility to make sure that child is educated properly. 100%. And collectively... As a, as a country, we gave that power to the, to the state. That was the wrong thing to do. Wrong thing to do. Very, very smart thing that he said. He gets a Smarty Award. How about that? Ozzy's right because parents stopped getting involved. Amen. Amen. Um, now, I want to read for you guys, if I can, some very good news. And then I'm going to do a live performance for you. How about that? I'm going to end tonight with a live performance on this Halloween with a song called Live Free or Die. You might have heard me sing it before. It's an old song of mine. And yes, it was old, so there's some swear words in it, but we're not going to swear tonight. No, 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 we're not going to do that. Okay, this is a family-friendly show here. But I want to read something to you before we get to that performance, live performance tonight. And that is Scott Pressler put this out. Scott Pressler said, as of today, this was four hours ago, as of today in Florida, here's how many people have voted. 711,467 voted by mail, Okay. Uh, And that's Republicans. 820,000 voted by mail, which were Democrats. So they edged us out there. However, check this out. 461,000 and change Republican early in-person voting. And only 257,000 in-person voting early was Democrats. And overall, ladies and gentlemen, Republicans hold an early count vote lead of 1.1%. 73 million to 1.077 million. We're 100,000 more than they are, and that's early voting. And guess what we're always behind in? Early voting. That means on same-day voting, we're going to absolutely smoke the, Rep- the Democrats in Florida. That means a, a big win for every Republican because early voting numbers are showing us that Republicans are leading. Okay? How about that? How about that? We're never leading on early voting because we show up on game day, ladies and gentlemen, and we're crushing them. I absolutely love it.
I absolutely love it. Now, before we get to my live performance tonight of my song called Live Free or Die, I do want to highlight one more sponsor of ours here that's helped filling in the gap while we can't get enough donors, and that is CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason I brought these guys on is because I sat for a long time watching people do CBD, CBD, CBD. I was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't really know anything about it. Then I saw my neighbors using it, and I started talking to them about it. They were using the, the, uh, the release stick for their joints and muscles. Then we started giving it to our dog, and then I realized how much money the pharmaceutical company has spent to crush the, the CBD business billions. So then I started looking into it a little bit more. I said, why has the pharmaceutical company been trying to destroy CBD? Who cares? Who cares? Why do the two have any beef? Well, because CBD is all natural. CBD does everything that the pharmaceutical companies make a drug for to do, and they don't want that. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to experience any kind of relief, if you have any problems sleeping, if you have any joint or muscle pain, if you need to focus or anything in the world, ladies and gentlemen, then go to cbdistillery.com today. Use the promo code LFA, and let's do our part to shut out any kind of money going to these pharmaceutical companies, okay? Patriot Donnie is in the building? No. Is Patriot Donnie back? Where's my guy? Where is he? I love Patriot Donnie. Patriot Donnie, if you're here, I love you, my friend. All right, folks, now we're going to go to the end of the show. I promised you a live performance of Live Free or Die. I think we'll do that. Right now, all right? So let's go ahead and play that music. Can you hear it okay? Can you hear me okay? I think we're good. Here we go. Hip-hop patriot, right? So here we go again. Everybody must defend Our love for the Constitution Revolution must begin God knows I don't want to But what am I supposed to do When I'm getting bashed every day by the left And I'm deaf to your fake news So I'm here to spit the truth Like Adam Schiff's a douche I'd rather sit right back on a cactus Than be a shift like you Let's talk about what you did To fellow Americans Lying, conniving, slimy, sick partisan politics Now everybody wants you gone And everybody knows that's true and everybody knows treason's the reason why they really hate you. And we're gonna put you out. And we're gonna push you out. And we're gonna let Trump grab you down where your mother had to push you out. Live free. Live free or die. Ain't nobody gonna come and take my rights. Everybody put your hands to the sky. Live free. Come on. Live free or die. This culture war has just begun. Man, I dare you to come and try to take these guns. Live free. Live free or die. Ain't nobody gonna come and take my rights. Everybody put your hands to the sky. Live free. Live free or die. This culture war has just begun. Man, I dare you to come and try to take these guns. In 1773, it was only 3% of our taxes taxed on tea, and we couldn't let it be, so we kicked their asses. But now, look at what's happened. Our middle class is grasping, and everybody know I live in check to check, and they keep laughing. But I cannot let this happen. That's why I stand here rapping. That's why I stand for the flag and kneel for God. That's all I'm asking. Let's go, man. Let's get cracking. That clock just keeps on passing. If you love your freedom that you breathing, boy, you best get packing. But I got the day would come. Oh, yeah. I always thought my kids would love my country for its freedom, meaning that no one's above. But I got to make it known that America's our home. It's MAGA country, and I'm pumped that Trump is on that throne. Live free. Live free or die. Ain't nobody going to come and take my rights. Everybody put your hands to the sky. Live free. Live free or die, this culture war has just begun. Man, I dare you to come and try to take these guns. Live free, come on. 
live free or die. Ain't nobody gonna come and take my rides. Everybody put your hands to the sky. Live free, live free or die. This culture war has just begun. Man, I dare you to come and try to take these guns. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't done that song in a very, 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 very long time, but I thought it was a good way to end the show out tonight. Live free, live free or die. It's an old song, actually. But you can go to JeremyHerald.com and go to my music section and hear all my songs. Just don't hold it against me if you hear some swear words. You know, it's a little bit before Jesus. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You're going to want to be a part of that newsletter. If you're not part of that newsletter, then you don't get 20% off on that store. So make sure you check that out. Also, become a one-time or a monthly donor. If you can, it helps out the show because we are right now 65% viewer funded. And that's where we always want to be. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. I love you. Be safe out there, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. God loves you, and I love you. Peace.